Welcome to Tanks Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben Noda, and this week I'm not joined by Adol Kurji. He's off away, travelling around Canada during the holiday period, but I've got an even better replacement. <laughs> better? Yes, better. Better we will oh, go with, poor because you're here. How gosh. I'm joined by Lucy Yearwood. Hey, Lucy. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. That's cool. You good? Yeah, I'm fantastic. Finished work, so ready to drink all the beers. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> and it gives you all of Christmas just to chill out and play oh, games and drink. Yep. Can't wait. Nice. What are you um, what are you kicking off with this evening? What beer are you having uh, first? This evening I'm going to have a tool. Um nice. it's called Sir Galaxy, which is a sour mashed black India pale ale. Ooh. Which sounds very interesting. So gonna be kicking off tonight with that one. It'll be interesting to see whether it is, um, you know, in the style of a sour with, you know, with mm. a, a bit hoppier, maybe with the IPA sort of twist on yeah. it. Um, I'm not a fan of sours. No, I don't like sour beers either, but the only, possibly the only brand who actually make sour beers that I really like are actually Tual, so nice. I'll just pick up anything from them because I trust them so much just to good. deliver a good beer, so... Excellent. Well, I think I'm going to kick off first with the Buxton Brewery Anglo Belgique IPA. Um, cool. 6.8%. I'm assuming it's a slightly sweeter, maybe slightly wheatier um, twist on an IPA. So, those very different IPAs to start out with them. Yeah, yeah. Not standard ones. I did go. I, I did walk into the beer shop thinking I'll probably just buy a couple of standard IPAs, but mm. neither of the two I've bought are just a, a run-of-the-mill IPA. So it should be interesting to see the two differences. Yes. Ooh. That's it has swig. Really interesting. It's like you know when you get like quality street chocolates. Yeah. And you get the like the chocolates with like dark chocolate with like strawberry inside it mm. that's what this tastes like because really got, like, the yeah you got like because you know like you know black ipas that they have a little you know the qualities and elements of like you know a stout or something like that or mm. a porter mm. so you've got that coming through and then you've also got this sour fruity you know undertone to it as well so that is a really interesting beer and it's quite nice Nice. All of yeah. the the sours I seem to have had have been quite fizzy. Mm. Is it really carbonated? Um, no, only slightly, only slightly. It tastes a bit like a saison, but um. Okay. Yeah, it's a really interesting beer. It's really quite layered and complex, but that's what you expect from Tuol. So. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. really nice. Good. Well, this this Belgique. Hmm. This um, is, you know, an IPA, but um, brewed in the style of sort of a Belgian kind of beer. It hmm. is very um, wheaty. You're getting that sweetness straight on the nose. I don't know whether it's my poor pouring, but it's so... I've got a, the biggest head I've ever poured <laughs> on a beer, ever. It's massive. But it smells really nice, like a Belgian beer. Very hmm. sweet. And I'll probably have a swig in a moment when yeah. the head has gone down. I'll take one from the bottle just to see what it's like. Oh, even in the bottle, that's really carbonated. Mm. But it, it it is like a Belgian beer, but it does have that little hoppy kind of kick to it. Mm. It's got a little, it's got a, a nice sort of dry bitter finish as well. Yeah, um, that's nice. But it's sort of I'm not getting it. I'm not getting anything sort of special from it. Yeah. At the moment, but I find that it's a lot of Buxton beers, to be honest. Um, that, they're not a brewery which I, you know, I'd be like going to my beer shop and like gotta get a Buxton brewery beer or anything like that. But um, I, I, I've yeah. tasted a few of their IPAs. I know that's a particular one you got there, but 
Yeah, they're they're okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, they, not are, they are. They are disparaging, they, but they're just okay. Nothing really yeah, stands yeah. out about them. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's see. Let's see where this beer goes. Um, so why don't we start with you, Lucy? Because as I may may have mentioned to you just before we started recording, mm. I've just been playing Hitman, so we'll probably just talk for ages on that. <laughs> yeah. So Six why don't you? Um, yeah, him. why don't you get in a, a, a game first? What have you been yeah. playing? Um. um well, I've just been trying to, you know, uh, tick off all the big games of the year because, you know, game of the year conversation is going to be happening soon and yep. I've missed a few. But um, what was top on my list was Doom mm. and uh, it's what an amazing game. It's so much fun. It's it's I, I've played quite a few first person shooters this year, like Titanfall. Yep. I played just before Doom, which which is a really good campaign as well. But it just feels Doom just feels so fresh and so pure, and it's like it's just stripped back everything down to the fundamentals and gone back to you know just really fun, you know, high action, fast paced first person shooting. Um, oh, there's no there's no aiming down the sights. You just shooting. You know, you just shoot well, sort of from the hip or whatever. But it's just. Mm. And oh, it's so good. I mean, so it does get a bit repetitive because you are just um, in these sort of arenas fighting all these monsters, and um, I think they could have trimmed maybe an hour or two off the total campaign. It's about thirteen hours. But um, in terms of like the bosses, those were amazing. Um, In terms of the music, you know, it's got Mm. really, you know, heavy. Uh, fast-paced thumping soundtrack to it as well, which complements like the gameplay perfectly. Is it kind um, of uh, it kind of a cross between sort of metal and kind of yeah techno electro sort? Yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just when when that music starts ramping up, you, you know, your blood starts pumping. It's just mm. it's just such a great like thrilling experience. And then um, I was playing it with uh, my elite controller as well, and it's just it just felt so good. Yeah. And, but yeah, I finished that, and that is up there with one of the best games I've played this year. I mean, when it came out, everyone was, you know, singing its praises, and I was like, can it really be that good? But yeah. it, is, it really is. It's such a good first-person shooter. What makes it better than, like you said, you played Titanfall as mm. well, or Titanfall 2? Titan, yeah, I mean, Titanfall 2 is... I think they're both very different. I mean, Doom is just about stripping back to the fundamentals, whereas Titanfall is trying to add more on top of what you'd consider a okay. normal yeah. first-person experience. Titanfall, I mean, you, did I played, you play it? I, I played the did beta the for campaign? Titanfall 2. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, the campaign is... It, it, it's a lot of... It's a bit more mirror's edge than, than anything else. It's a, there's a lot of... Um, traversal in in it and that's probably the main parts of most of the campaign it's like how do I get to this place here or how do I string string several um, traversal moves like um, wall running and um, double jumping and stuff like that Um, so they're very different but um, I don't know Doom just Doom just I think Doom is more fresh Mm. than Titanfall Maybe because we we had Titanfall, just multiplayer, bearing in mind, but two years ago. Um, but, yeah, yeah Doom just seems so I'm, fresh, so so new, without it being new or fresh. It's just old concepts being brought back into modern day Yeah, I think that's why I'm enjoying gaming. Battlefield um, so much as well, because mm. it's not gone the same route as, as you know, Call of Duty has, which sort of ate Titanfall yeah. with, um, what was it, Advanced Warfare was the first one, I think, which which took that formula yeah. um, and, and played on it a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that's why I've really enjoyed Battlefield, because it's just, it, it's, it's gone... Yeah, it's boots exactly, on the ground, Exactly, it? it's yeah, gone so, back yeah. to a slightly more, yeah. I was going to say, more realistic shooter, um, which, fine, Battlefield might be slightly, <laughs> not that I've ever been in that situation. Um, but... Yeah, I suppose similar to Doom in the way that it's a bit more pared back. It's slightly, um, you know, yeah. as you say, boots on the ground. It's it's almost seems a little bit more manageable, not quite as far fetched. Um, but I, I, Doom always yeah. seems to me like I, I, ha- I just have memories of playing the original, and it, it 
it feels like it should be really fast and it feels like it should be a, a fast-paced corridor mm. shooter. But as you say, it's a bit more yeah. arena-based now. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, they put you in these in these rooms, in these chambers, and it's like uh, demon presence is too high, so you just have to yeah. kill all the demons. And, you know, it does do that quite often and does get a bit repetitive, but, um, you know, the variety of monsters and how they will, you know, throw different monsters at you, so it, it always feels... Nice. varied so uh, yeah but i mean it, i think it, a lot of people will consider it yeah. game of the year i mean for me it's not up there it's a very good first person shooter and it's probably the best i've played this year but in terms of game of the year contender i, I don't know I, I think for a game that was pushed as being a multiplayer experience and the multiplayer is not great i've played I've played a bit of it I don't know if just one component of it could actually actually justify the yeah, yeah. game of the year when it's got multiplayer and that snap map thing as well, which well, I suppose because it, it's <laughs> been out a little while now, hasn't it? So you're kind of a little late to the party as such. Yeah. Um, so was there were there many mm. people playing multiplayer? Was it hard to get a game? Uh, the, no, there the were a few. There were a few, but it's just not anything that you hear about. I mean. I see like DLC coming out for the multiplayer, but it just just doesn't have that, you know, that um, yeah that pull that other um, first-person multiplayer shooters would would have. I mean, it sounds like you know Titanfall has not made the splash Completely. that people thought it would either, and God knows about Call of Duty, but. I think Battle- Battlefield is the only one that I'm yeah. actually hearing about, which is so just because you're in the chat with me and Adol, so you see everything we say about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, watching yeah. your videos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you don't know, listen. Maybe I didn't post it to the tanks at the Facebook page, but maybe I will. Um, Adol left me for one night. Um, it's the first night he'd he'd gone on his travels, and I thought, well, I'll jump. Battlefield was in the machine. I'll jump in and have a go, um, and I, I I'm not one for the rush game mode, which is where you uh, opposing oh. teams and the the attackers have to um, blow up and, and progress through uh, a map, blowing up telegraphs or communication devices basically. Mm. Um, and I managed to take one of these by myself. So uh, use the PlayStation's uh, what's it called Share Factory function to make a little video, put a little music track over the top. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was really, I mean, and you were, you were killing it, man. I don't How think it was too fair. It, well, yeah, it looks like it's more than it, it actually was. I think it's only about four or five, yeah. but it, it sort of mm. because it all happens at once. It kind of seems like it should probably be a few more people than it is. Yeah, but I, I struggle killing one person <laughs> in battlefield. So five is like whatever. I know what you mean about <laughs> saying sort of. Doom, you know, is a really good first-person shooter, but isn't sort of your game of the year contender. And I mm. think Battlefield's similar for me. I mean, it's probably the game that I've put yeah. uh, the most hours into in the last couple of months, at least. Um, and it is mm. a very, very good, really competent first-person shooter. But I'm not sure that it's quite the best. It's it. Well, it's not the best game that I've played this year. Yeah, yeah. I I know. I know what you mean. I mean. I'm, we'll get into Hitman later, but yeah. Hitman's my game of the year. There is, it, I mean, it launched with quite a few problems. It's still got one or two issues, but it's just a staple for me. It's something mm. I always come back to. It's what I've put like 200 hours into. It's always something there. Whereas there are far better games mechanically and story, story-wise, etc., etc. But yeah, Hitman takes it for me. But yeah, Doom. I mean. Uh, it's one of those games. I never replay games, and I was actually considering should I replay Doom I, because I, I I sort of regret not playing it yeah. on hard the first time because it is quite it's it's okay. easier than I thought it would be. Um, so yeah, I was thinking should I replay it on hard? But um, in terms of just getting everything else out of the way out, off the backlog for like game of the year considerations and stuff like that, I'm not sure if I'll go back to it this year or maybe not even next year I don't know but 
it's something that I, for me to even consider going back to, is that just yeah, shows it's a testament to definitely, how definitely. Good it I keep saying is. this about about games. Yeah. We we chat about something. Um, I just say uh, infamous Second Son, for example. Um, and I said I'd go back and run through and do another playthrough as um, you know, making the bad decisions or the, the bad karma type yeah, decisions. Yeah. Um, and I started to, and I ran through, and I maybe played an evening, got through the first bit, got into the city, yeah. started to do a little bit in terms of bad karma, and just didn't pick it back up again because I think at that point I was just yeah. done with it. I, I, you know, I played through the game, I'd done all the story content, and just going through playing a different side as such after experiencing everything um, just wasn't enough to hold me, especially when there were so many other things that I yeah. could move on to. That's the thing, yeah. There's so much more and it's just like you just always want to, you know... Yeah, completely. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's odd because a yeah. game um, like The Last of Us, obviously from several years ago now, um, which at, at the time, you know, it's, it, it's up there with one of my favourite games. Um, I played first on normal, I then ran through on hard, yeah. and then I ran through on the mode above that, because they released a patch, oh, yeah, right. yeah. Was it? yeah, 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 because um, yeah. I think they, or, I think or Crushing's on shot, I think you're right, yeah, and I can't remember what the what the one in the yeah. last one was called, but <laughs> they, um, they then released yeah. a patch which brought in uh, another mode, which was slightly harder than that, and I ran through yeah. the game again. So I've played The Last of Us four wow. times, but it's... If I can tell you how much I really like wow. that game. Um, yeah, it's my yeah. favourite game of all time, but I've yeah. only played it once. And it's just because that time was just perfect and I don't want to... I don't want to go back to it. Like, I'd rather it just remain in my memory as Yeah, my that's fair. Game. That's fair. You're worried that you'll go back, back and, and slightly spoil it. Yeah. You'll, you'll notice yeah, some clipping yeah. in one of the, the levels or something. Something will just appear through a wall <laughs> yeah. or something, and it'll just ruin the whole experience yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. I mean, it's saying that it's. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, Last of Us Two, even though we've seen a tiny, tiny amount oh. at the Game Awards. I can't wait. I was screaming like a little fan <laughs> girl when that came up. <laughs> Although I think it's probably a little way away yet. Probably good three years. See, I was gonna. I would say, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe a stretch, yeah. two years. So I would say beginning of two thousand and nineteen, maybe. That would be good. Yeah. So I know Naughty Dog yeah. have always. Yeah. Oh, I say always. They have occupied with the f- the first couple of or first three Uncharted games. They occupied that November release time slot. Um, and it was always great mm. for me because it's just before they release almost on my birthday. So that was always prime. I'm going to treat myself <laughs> yeah. and I will go out and I will have the day off from work. It's my birthday. I'll buy Uncharted and I, that's what I'm going to play. Um, yeah. And Uncharted 4, because they pushed it, I still haven't mm. played. Because at the time, no, because oh, I, was, I, was, oh, okay. I was primed and I was going to buy it for my birthday as I you know, had done with mm. the previous ones. But they pushed it, and at the time that it then released, I didn't have a huge amount of money. Yeah, and it's it's one of the games that people yeah. are sort of saying a game of the year this year, and I've just completely missed it. Um, and it's it's mm. now the Last of Us Two has been teased. I'm kind of thinking, do I do I play the Last of Us again, or do I think, well, mm. actually, I should probably try and play Uncharted Four. It's you know the same yeah. studio, the the team after Uncharted 4 had gone after its delay and had been rewritten a little bit. It's kind of the same team as, as The Last of Us. So I think I should... You, you have to play that and play it. It's, it. Especially if you like the first three. I mean, it just wraps everything up like mm. at the end and everything like that. It just wraps it up so well. And I think Uncharted 4 has had a tough break. I think, I think if it hadn't been delayed yeah. and maybe if it came out, well... Possibly not last year, actually, because I think The Witcher Three would have yeah, won so, Game yeah. of the Year regardless. But I think if it hadn't been delayed and it hadn't been given a date for last year, and it just came out this year, I think it, I think it would would mm. have won Game of the Year. I just think it's everything around it and the delays, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and and I think you know them showing off a key part of it at um, yes. was it TSX or something like that. 
Um, they shouldn't have done that, really, because that was one of the biggest mm. set pieces in the game. I think it would have won Game of the Year. I mean, it's it's my second favourite Uncharted, and I can see why, well, after two, and I can see why people say it's their favourite and it's up there, because in terms of, I mean, yeah, it's beautiful, definitely. we all expect that, but in terms of just, like, the voice acting, the characters, uh, the story's pretty good as well. It's just like, it's just like a... You know, it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. It's just, it's just good. It's pulpy. It's, it's like, it's, it's just nonsense as well. And it's like it's got pirates and stuff like that. And it's just great. But, but yeah, definitely go back to that because, I mean, it won't win Game of the Year, um, but any other year, mm. possibly. And the fact that you know, if it wasn't delayed, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I think it would have won easily. Yeah. So. Definitely go back to that. Nice, I will, I will. It's it's probably one that I can pick up quite cheaply, um, physically secondhand. I know yeah, they keep yeah. doing deals, um, you know, the run up to Christmas, PSN have been doing sort of Christmas deals and it's come yeah. on quite cheaply and they've had a couple of winter and autumn sales, but it's always just that little bit. Yeah, I'm sure it was going for like yeah, 20 quid yeah. at one point and stuff like um, that, wasn't it? It's, Crazy. It's, I think it went on sale just at the same time I just bought Battlefield and something yeah. else had come out that I picked up and you kind of think, oh, can I justify yeah. another game at the moment? It's almost, I need to fit it in when I've got a little bit of a drought when nothing's kind of coming out. But yeah. unfortunately, you know, I'm going to play a few games over Christmas and then I'm going to have Horizon, which is going to appear at the start of next year. Yes, can't wait. And we're just going to roll can't into, you know, next year's cycle of, of games and it's, it's finding that time. Yeah. It's, you know, you're sort of, <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's you're, no you're kind of, lucky at the moment sort of suddenly finishing work and, and having a little bit of time to yeah. um, to sort of catch up and kind of you know you've got your pick of the bunch really you can kind of sit there and think what do I want to play rather than kind of oh I've got to try and yeah. fit this in I've got to try and fit this in it's even though you've said yeah. you're kind of going to try and run through those game of the year kind of games you can pick and choose which one you want to do first so yeah it's a nice yeah, yeah. right now I'm playing Gears and I want to go back to Quantum Break. Yeah, I want to play yeah. Recall. So, yeah, got got a bit Good. of time. So, I've I've never played this many AAA games in probably a month's <laughs> space ever. It's like just trying to get through. Nice, more. nice. Right, how are you doing with your beer? Ah, uh, it's going down nicely. Probably about halfway, but I'm happy to Ooh. switch over. I mean, this is lovely. This is. This is, this is something yeah. that you save. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I think the Belgique, the Anglo-Belgique IPA from Buxton, it was all right. Oh. It's a nice it's a nice enough beer. It's a little hoppy. It's it's wheaty. It's got that sweetness, yeah. but it just wasn't quite anything great. It wasn't special. Special, um, yeah. So I've, I've banged through it quite quickly um, because I'm really looking <laughs> forward enough. to this next beer that I've got. Um, so it's by um, Electric Bear Brewing Company, which are down in Bath, so just down the road from me. Oh, oh, have we done it again? Have we done it You've, again? Have you, okay, have you picked up an Electric <laughs> Bear beer? Yeah, but I'm not sure. Ooh, if it's is it is it an IPA? Beer. Kind of. Ah, uh, no. different beers. No, hey, that's strange. That's same brewery. Um, <laughs> so this is an an RIPA. It's a red IPA. Um, and that is all it is called. Yeah. It's got a giant red bear on the front, which is pretty cool. Um, so I picked this up because Electric Bear came out maybe a year, 18 months ago, and they bought out four beers, um, each of which I'd sort of sampled you know, throughout the year. Um, and suddenly yeah. I appear, I go into the beer shop, and there was four new beers from Electric Bear. And I thought that's perfect. I right? pick one of these up straight away. Like yeah. new release, something I've not tried yet. So yeah. they seem to be. I don't know whether they are, have the the four previous ones. Whether they're still staple beers and they're continuing those, and then bringing out another set, or whether they've switched production and they've just got you know four completely different mm. beers for the next next year or so. Yeah, definitely one to mm. look out mm. for then. Yeah. It's it's interesting that you've got a, a bottle, you know, an electric, another electric bear um, beer, because I didn't really, I didn't yeah. know how far ranging they were, being a small sort of bath brewery. 
Yeah, this this might have been in my um, monthly beer subscription. Um, I subscribe to yeah. Beer Fifty Two, um, who deliver it monthly to me. Uh, this might have been from that actually. Um, but yeah, I have the mo- Mocha Chocolata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a coffee caramel nice. milk stout. So- and it's five point. That was on the shelf next to the one I picked up, and I was so oh, close to okay. picking that one up, like because I'd gone into yeah. the shop thinking I'll just get some IPAs. I went for this one instead. Mm. So yeah. good. What's this one? Because the la- one of the last milk stouts that I had was was it the Wiper yeah. and True one? The I think you the, had the that milkshake as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that one is. That one was beautiful because sometimes for me they're mm. a bit too sweet, but that wiper and tree one just got it nice. so perfectly nice. right. But let's have a look. It's got a re- well with a name like Mocha Chocolata. Um, it's got a really strong coffee smell. Yeah, you kind of expect that. We had um, last week we had a beer mm. that was a uh, was it the Northern Monk, and that was a, a, a mocha mm. porter. And it, and it had a nice like a porter, smell yeah, to it, but yeah. it didn't, the, the flavour didn't quite live up to the um, to the nose. But mm. this is this is nice. Um, it's not too sweet. It's not too. Um, it's not. It's not. How should I phrase it? It's not. Um, it's not as heavy as you'd think it would be. It's quite light and. Um, because yeah, with milk stouts they can really yeah, make very, them overly yeah. sweet, and it can just be a bit too much. But this one, um, the, the taste tapers off at the end, and it's quite light and um, not too heavy on the stomach or anything. I mean, it's five point one percent, which is probably less than you'd um, expect from like a milk stout. But yeah, nice. It's really I mean, nice. This is this is a really odd smell for this um, this red IPA. It's a, it's, mm. a, it's a sweetness and it's kind of a fruity sweetness, but it's almost like I I, I kind of want to say strawberry, but mm. yeah, like almost like a burnt strawberry. Well, it's it's kind <laughs> burnt of burnt strawberry. It's sweet, but it's almost <laughs> well. That's just an odd mm. smell. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to try it. See what it's like. Okay, so. Texture-wise, it's actually quite thick. It feels quite viscous in comparison, mm. but completely different to the Ango Belgique IPA. Um, but that that nose does follow through in the flavour. It's not quite as intense as in the in the nose, but it's still that sweetness. Mm. There's a little kind of roasted flavour to it, which might be the kind of burnt essence that I was getting from the smell. But it's it doesn't. Mm. It's an odd flavour. That's odd. It does leave that kind of strawberry kind of taste lingering. Like you were saying yeah. with a, a Quality Street you know, earlier, this is almost the similar yeah, sort of thing, yeah. but one of the, the strawberry-flavoured ones. It's, it's it, you know, yeah. the dark chocolate with the, the strawberry fondant in. This is almost yeah. like that. Yeah. Not quite as chocolatey, maybe more of a roasted kind of surround. Yeah. But yeah. And that's labelled as a IP, yeah, yeah. red IPA. A red okay. IPA. What does it say? Oh, ah, here we go. Here we go. There's a bit of flavour text. <laughs> Get ready for jam on toast. Berry aromas and toasted barley make uh, this red IPA a deep and delicious drink to savour. There's the jam. There's the strawberry. Yeah. yeah. Strawberry jam. <laughs> oh, no, so you're I'm not. not just, crazy. Yeah. It's, actually it's really pot. weird. No, that's what they wanted. Exactly what they wanted. Yeah. Nice, good. Let us drink these and move on to. I was going to say our topic for the episode, but it's just another game. Yeah, I got your game. Come on, we can't skirt over the Hit most Man. important game of the year. Hitman. I've spoken about it a couple of times with Adel on the podcast, um, and uh, and listeners will know sort of that I'm enjoying it. That I've been running through the main missions, uh, and I finished all of those. I've I've done the story as such um and i've just started to go back through the episodes and do extra little bits you know mm. do kills in slightly different ways um but i've also yeah yeah, yeah. i've also jumped into yeah. the um i think 
they were PlayStation exclusive missions, the Sarajevo 6. So it's uh, a new target, uh, one on each of the maps. And I think it's so... You know, I suppose it's similar to the um, the elusive targets and stuff. It, it makes it makes yeah. you tr- approach the map in a completely different way. So you know, if if you jump back yeah. in to do the main story mission again, as such, you know, your targets are generally going to follow the same patterns. They're in the same kind of places. Suddenly, oh, with the yeah. Sarajevo Six, you you've got someone in a completely different place. Um, so it's That's really cool. interesting yeah. to go. Oh, I didn't actually explore this area of the map at all you know with with sapienza Hmm. i basically ran into the villa knocked off the two people went down into the lab did the stuff and that was it i was out um whereas even though the guy is uh with the the sarajevo six guy um i can't remember what his Hmm. title is as such but he's down in the lab but I know that there are, you know, now having already played the mission a couple of times, I know that there are different ways to get in. There are different approaches. So actually, I yeah. explored the map a lot more um, than I had done on my my mission run through as such. Um, and I also jumped back into it on the bonus mission into Sapienza, which okay. is um, you're yeah. assigned to take out a actor director guy playing a superhero in a film so the map is yeah. completely different it's turned into a film set you've you know you've got areas which are blocked off you've only got a, a certain area which you can actually go into um and suddenly i'm walking down all of these quaint italian streets thinking oh i, I haven't you know haven't explored this bit before suddenly the map's at night and it's completely different you approach it in a, such a different way and yeah that's just the the fantastic way that they've approached the release of this game that they're you know had they have just put out i think maybe one game you would have just got those six maybe you've got a couple more but you'd have just got those story missions and yes you could have gone back in and done them in different ways but maybe you wouldn't have got this additional content these maps that change and stuff and i think now that episodic release has really done it a massive service it's really smart yeah because it's always in you know public consciousness like Mm. we're putting out an elusive target you've only got seven days to do it people are like oh better put in the hitman disc again yeah and it's like oh let me see what's new oh there's a new escalation contract oh there's more featured contracts oh i'm gonna make a contract and you know put it up there and it's like it's such a smart way of doing things i mean some people are a bit unhappy with the story, but it's like Hitman. It's like it's not the greatest plot, is it? I mean, he's a clone, and he's just he's just a Hitman. <laughs> it's, like, it's not that interesting anyway. So to to get these individual episodes where you've got the time, I know you're jumping it into it later, yeah. but you know you might have the, this experience with season two, but you have the time to perfect like a single map, and you know learn the intricacies of the map and you know the ins and outs and everything like that um in terms of the sarajevo 6 because i play it on xbox so i don't really know anything about the playstation mm. um, exclusive content is there new challenges um to take out these so it's these hits? it's odd because that that you know when you um finish the level you obviously get um points towards mastery of the level for taking yeah. out that person um mm. but casting my mind back i've i've run through all of them i'm i'm in um japan just doing the last the the final guy um and on a couple of them it actually gave you additional did it give you additional opportunities or am i crossing this over with the bonus mission maybe i'm crossing that over with the bonus Mm. mission the the actor guy that i jumped into he definitely had opportunities but i think the sarajevo 6 actually is just a cold sort of kill you you don't get anything in terms of opportunities but you you can still you know boost up your um your challenges and stuff so if you kill them with a headshot that will pop for you on that that map yeah and stuff like that so it it does all add to progression and mastery um of the map which was was great because suddenly i'd done another kill in a completely different way experienced the map differently and suddenly i've opened up another drop point a different weapon and you know, another uh, starting location with a disguise. Yeah. So 
and and taking those um, weapons that you unlock onto new, well, other maps, it's just it just opens up even more possibilities. It does. It does. Yeah. In um, Colorado, on the Colorado map, yeah. it's a very big open space. Um, yeah. Big farm, it's sort of homestead kind of estate. Um, and actually, I thought, well, let me. I've not. I, I've done everything as a silent assassin so far. I've gone in and I've fiber wired people. Some kind of some kills I've, I have used a silenced pistol, but I've gone in in disguise and stuff. And actually, I thought, let's just go in with my suit, yeah. get to a point, and get the sniper rifle out and pop him. So. <laughs> I went on to Colorado. There's a water tower. So I, I, I smuggled in the sniper rifle into the water tower. I climbed up, got my me, me sniper out, and I popped the guy as he was walking through yeah. the compound. Little did I know that he had an entourage of people, <laughs> and suddenly this just gunfire flies towards me. <laughs> and they are just they're getting off little hits here and there. And I dash down this ladder and I just run to the closest exit. And these guys are just chasing me. And I run past a, a, a guy who just looks at you like, what? And obviously his suspicion level rises and suddenly he realises that you're not meant to be there. And it's just sort of, I just dashed for the exit. Like, fuck, I just need to leave. And it's one of those where I, I realised that I'd fucked it. And I wasn't going to get yeah. you know a good score on them. I think I got one... Yeah. You know, you can get a rank up to five, and I think I got one for that because the one body star, had been yeah. found. <laughs> you know, I'd been seen, and all of that sort of shit. <laughs> so I'd absolutely fucked it, but mm. it was just—it it was good in the sense that I just had to, you know, the, suddenly I had a tense mm. moment where I'm thinking, "Fuck, I just need to leave. I need to run as yeah. fast as possible, just to get out." Just dropped the sniper and just fucking legged it. <laughs> yeah. And it's—it's it's stuff like that which. I'm really enjoying, you know, you can take the time to study your target and see their pathing and notice where they go and see the opportunities yeah. that you've got. But actually, it's those kind of just absurd moments which yeah. sort of, you know, spot through the different missions and stuff which really make it for me. Yeah. Have you have you done any elusive targets yet? Not yet, no, no. Because yeah. imagine coming under fire on an elusive target yeah. it's like... Oh crap! I'm gonna fail this. <laughs> run, 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 run. Yeah, yeah. I try the. There's a lucid target live now, so there is definitely give it a, go. a gentleman in a fedora. It's stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is stress. I mean, it's it's. I kind of. I almost want to be a little more familiar with the maps before I do the elusive target. Yeah, I, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to know. You, you know, I want quite a high mastery of the map, um, to sort of be able to know my way around it and and yeah. understand sort of where they're going to be and what they're going to do and thinking well they're going into this room so actually I can go here and I've got the jump yeah. on them and I can do this so I kind of I, I feel almost underprepared to try and do no, an that elusive makes sense. that makes a lot of sense yeah um, I'm lucky because when they started rolling out the elusive targets I was pretty familiar with the maps that had come out that you know so far yeah um, what's your favourite map um. Oh, difficult. I think it's it's either Sapienza or Colorado, because I, you like Colorado. Yeah, I prefer oh. those bigger, sort of flatter kind of yeah. maps. You know, the other the other few, um, like Paris is multi leveled, Bangkok yeah. is multi leveled, and it's. You know, with Bangkok, suddenly you'll come up to an area where you just can't go in. You know, the the, the guards or bodyguards yeah. or something will just be like, "Okay, you you shouldn't go in here." And I will just walk around like level two of the hotel, looking for a way to get up to level three without having to pass through. And I'm sort yeah. of almost butting my head against the wall, just not finding that you know one mm. drain pipe that I can kind of climb up to get up to the next level or something like that. So. I'm just feeling a little more free on the open yeah. levels. I can go and pick up a disguise oh, and just and just walk yeah. through into somewhere else. So, yeah, that's sort of my you know what I'm enjoying a little bit more at the moment in it. And it might be yeah. that when I know the maps a little bit better, actually, the multi-layered ones, uh, you know, the hotels which have got three stories in, 
actually you know jump up in 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 favor because suddenly i'm a little better at the game and actually i know that i can sit there and snipe across the building mm. towards the the target sort of thing and no yeah. one will know sort of where i am so it's just i think a little more exploration a little more time with the game needed you know i'm not 200 yeah. hours in like some people <laughs> <laughs> yeah colorado was my least favorite yeah um and i know a lot of people weren't too hot on it but they really brought it back with um, Hokkaido. Yes. I mean, just the fact that you can't take any weapons in mm. until you're on level 20 mastery is such a stroke of genius because it's like this makes it 10 times harder. Yeah, completely. And yeah, and Sapienza is my favourite. Yeah. I mean, if, if every map that they put out from here until whenever they decide to move on to the next thing. Was like Sapienza. Oh, I'd die a happy woman. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's all I want. Like Let's that. imagine yeah, so you, you've just got six really. They're, they're, I suppose they are multi-layered, but they're not. Mm. They're not sort of almost linear, like Paris and and Bangkok kind of feel, because it's a building with multi-layers. Yeah. It just it just feels a little linear almost. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like you just trying to get to the top like yeah yeah to get you know the second target or something like that so so yeah i get that yeah and um yeah i agree with colorado being more open and you got more targets it just felt like there's there were because there were four targets it felt like they were spreading themselves a bit too thin yes and therefore there was less ways to kill each target whereas i would have preferred two targets more ways to kill those two yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, yeah. I think it was. I actually quite liked having multiple, tar- you know, mm. uh, uh, you know, f- the four targets. Um, and that's what the community asked for. So, I mean, that's good that they responded to that. And but you know, it's all a learning curve, isn't it? I mean, if not many people were too hot on Colorado, they'll probably change that in season two and think yeah maybe maximum two maybe at a push three yeah maybe three so. maybe three um yeah. i mean it would be interesting to see um more secondary objectives as well um because with, yeah. with sapienza yeah. you you had to go down into the lab to destroy the uh, virus that they were creating um but i think it would be interesting if that was you had to do that i seem to think to be able to to exit the mission you know yeah Uh, but it'd be interesting to have secondary objectives stuff that you don't actually need to do but if you do Mm. do it it just adds to your score so you'll have people staying in the map maybe a little bit longer the ones that want to hit you know those leaderboards and the people that want to start to push for that um and do everything within the map that kind of do this Mm. but if you don't want to, you can sort of opt out of it and you can just go in, hit your target and leave and move on to the next thing. So it'd be interesting and it'd be it'd be good if they sort of brought that in a little bit. You know, even if it's this guy was blackmailing someone, so you need to take him out, but you need to collect the evidence as well. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. If you don't collect the evidence, eh, it doesn't actually matter. The target's dead, but the client would like it sort of thing. So... I mean, it's something that they could easily work in. Um, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they do it in so, like that. I think the Marrakesh bonus mission. I think you have to collect a dossier or something yeah. like that. And they do that um, in the escalation missions as well. They just throw in like random objective, like steal this bottle of wine or something like okay. that. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, it's so things are looking up for season two. Yes, uh, it's. I, you know, Adel and I have been. Speaking a lot about the games we're going to be playing over Christmas, and you know, we've yeah. had uh, Colin has asked us sort of what we're going to be playing over Christmas and stuff. And I keep saying, Well, you know, I'm going to play The Division, I might jump back into Deus yeah. Ex, and I'm going to get Tomb Raider or Uncharted or something like that during you know, at Christmas, and I'm going to jump into that. Yeah. But realistically, I think Hitman's going to be up there with the games that I'm I'm playing. Yeah. I mean, just play Hitman, yeah. Well, it's not go wrong. <laughs> I, I like a game on a disc, but actually yeah. now, the convenience of having something downloaded and just having it on my machine, I can start it up at any time without having to jump up and, and change a disc. So, you know, Battlefield currently lives in my machine because it's on disc, yeah. and then I've got all of my digital library to play, like Hitman and yeah. Street Fighter and stuff. 
Um, Deus Ex is on disc. So if I want to play Deus Ex, yeah. if I've got an evening where I've got Evelyn with me, it's very difficult oh. holding a child to then and try to keep them asleep whilst getting up yeah. and changing a disc over in the console. So a, essentially, yeah, I either, first world problem. Oh yeah, yeah, well yeah. <laughs> so either I play Hitman or I play yeah. Battlefield. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of leaning a little bit towards the the digital experience. So probably Hitman will be the game that I yeah. I just play over Christmas because there's so much to do. Yeah, this this is such a wealth of content, and you've got that Holiday Hoarders mission, but which is free. So a few more challenges to do that, and I really want to unlock that Santa Claus. I was going to say so. Outfit. Let's let's <laughs> let's finish the Hitman talk on that. How absurd that you have to kill the two burglars from Home Alone. I know, because I was like, uh, what, what was their name? Marvin, Marvin Harry? The other one. Yeah, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. That's a Home Alone guy. <laughs> you see, that's what I love about this game. that They're happy just to poke fun at themselves, and it's like they don't take things too seriously, and it's like... It's brilliant. Yeah, you know? completely. And I, I enjoy <laughs> yeah. that one of the challenges is that you've just got to knock one of them out three times with a with brick. Bricks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. Oh, well, it's. I suppose it's just one of those that this was the free update. Um, mm. They bought out. I know some um, free challenges as such for Sapienza, which were uh, sniper mm. challenges. And it's yeah, they put those out quite often, which is. It's fair play to yeah. them, you know. It's, yeah. it's just constant updates, constant content. And yes, you've got to buy the, the base map pack as such, but you're mm. getting so much with each of these. Um, and although I bought this on sale, so I got the whole thing for a reduced price, mm. it's definitely made me um, get into the mindset that as soon as Season 2 starts, I will buy each episode as they come out. It's definitely mm. converted me to... Uh, apparently they're thinking if you've bought season one you know the full experience that you'll get season two for free really apparently yeah which would would surprise me i mean i'd be more than happy to throw money at these guys i mean it's so much content i mean you talk about like rockstar and them updating like gta online all the time and it's like for free it's like these guys do exactly the yeah, same. I'd be yeah. more than happy to give them more money, but yeah, that's that's apparently what they said. Mm, but that'd be interesting. We'll see. I mean, even yeah. if it was, you'll get six episodes for fifteen quid, or something along yeah. those lines. You know, I, I would definitely pick that up. Um, yeah, take my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Then that's a trick <laughs> if they don't your... charge you for it, really. <laughs> yeah, they really should. Like, come on now, this is a business. You know, good, right? You got to feed your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's wrap it up there for the episode. Um, okay. Let's jump into beers. What was your favourite beer? You had the sour to um, start. Yeah, I think that's going to be my favourite. It's it's very interesting. It's um, as I say, you've got that sweet sweet fruitiness, but you've also got a bit of sourness. You have got chocolatey coffee, porter like taste. It's just it's just a mix of flavours, and it, it's not too sour. Yeah, and yeah, it's really nice. So I think that's going to have to be my favourite. Although the electric um, bear one, uh, the mocha chocolata, was pretty nice. Not too sweet. Um, quite a light finish, but I think the tool takes the sour it. The takes it good. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, a, a different one for being a, a good beer of the week because normally the sour is the uh, the loser from the ones that, yeah. um, that we've had. So good. Um, I think I'm going to go with my second beer, which was the red IPA from Electric Bear. It's it's just something different. And it's it's mm. a nice flavour. It's it's a completely different flavour. It's not like anything I've had before. Those sort of strawberries that are coming through in that. It's a bit more fruity, but it works mm. with a slightly hoppy, bitter kind of taste. Um, that roasted kind of flavour coming through. That that, that that combination works really well into a really nice beer. Um, the Anglo-Belgique IPA, the Buxton, was good. It was nice, mm. but it's... It's kind of just, uh, you know, a, a wheat beer. It's just a slightly sweeter. Yeah. You know, it I doesn't really have the edge. No, and I mean, I, I don't yeah. really see what the IPA gave to it. 
if anything, and it had that maybe a bit a bit more prevalent in the flavour, and it had been a bit hoppier, maybe that would have worked a little bit better, and I'd have you know preferred that. Um, so yeah, so the Electric Bear Red IPA is the um, is the beer for me. Um, so let's close out with how people can talk to us about Hitman. Don't talk to us about anything else. Just Hitman. <laughs> Lucy, how do people tell you their love for Hitman? Well, what they can do is add me on Xbox Live or PSN. Um, Juicy Lease 9, so can compare Hitman scores. Uh, I'll definitely be above you, but, you know, there's no shame in that. <laughs> but, yeah, just add me. Um, in terms of Twitter, uh, I'm trying to get back onto Be Irresistible. Yep. Um, so that's Be Irresistible underscore. Um, hopefully in the new year that will be ramping up. Hopefully have um, the rest of the tanked up members contributing to that in the new year as well. Mm. So uh, stay tuned. Yes, but yeah, yes. Follow me on those. Nice. Um, I'm at Nova underscore 47 on Twitter. I'm Nova underscore 47 on PSN. Nova underscore 47, who stole my name on the Steam, although I'm not really playing much on Steam at the moment because of situation oh. with baby. It's very hard to sit at a PC and um, yeah. and, and play. Um, so, yeah, just get me on PSN. That's where I'm playing mainly at the moment. A lot of Battlefield. Come and play Battlefield with me. Um, yes, we are tanked up underscore cast on Twitter. We're tanked up dot cast at gmail.com on the emails. Obviously, we are part of Out of Lives, and you can go to outoflives.net and look at articles and other podcasts and us and the things that we do, the love that we have for beer, all over there on outoflives.net. As it's Christmas, we're going to have a little break. We're not going to be around for a couple of weeks. Adol's travelling. <gasps> I know, I know. Adol's <laughs> travelling, and I have been told that I have to have quality family time Well, yeah, I wasn't quite told it in that way. (laughs) But we're going to have a little bit of a break, and we will be back in the new year, hopefully, Adel, myself, and Lucy, talking about our favourite games of last year, and maybe what we're looking forward to in 2017. But for this episode, we've been a little bit tanked up, slightly tanked up, not too much. A light buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. But that's it. Take it easy, guys. Have a good Christmas. See ya. Sweet.